0: What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of the Cooped Up Podcast, the podcast that is turning the big 5-0 this week. Woo! Insert your applause here. I will find a a clap applause track, and I will edit it in right here because I'm very proud of myself. And as always, folks, my name is Koopa, and each week I sit down with a friend, and we talk about all the happenings of pop culture and everything fun and nerdy uh, in between. And today, folks, uh, we are turning a very certain color. Uh, with a very certain guest this week, uh, I wanted to talk about "Turning Red." Uh, you know, as we are, t- you know, a, a good coming-of-age uh, story uh, by Pixar uh, that just dropped uh, at this time, of probably c- a couple of weekends ago uh, on Disney Plus. And listen, I couldn't have think of a better guest to issue in this new era uh, uh, for cooped up um then one of uh, my very good friends returning guests we haven't talked to her in a while in fact it's uh uh <laughs> she already did the math it's been 11 months since the last time uh we, you know we we did a podcast together please welcome back to the show uh angie life hi angie how are you hi thank you so much for having me i'm so happy to have you back it's been a minute and listen i was going through my my yeah. rolodex uh that i don't have uh, of guests that I would love to have on for the big five zero, you know, because it's a milestone. 50 is 50's a, 50's a big number. It's a good, even number. Mm. You, you celebrate it. And uh, I couldn't think of a better person to have on my show uh, than you. So thank you so much for being part of this uh, anniversary episode for, for me.
1: Dude, that makes me so happy. We were just talking about this right before the show that this is like one of my favorite podcasts I've ever been on because I just feel that our energy ever since we first commentated together has been such a vibe. And so I when agree. I told my manager I was going to be a guest on this show again, I was like, yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> like, it's always a fun time every time I come on the Up podcast. So thanks again.
0: And that means the world to me. Yeah, listen, I, I love getting to talk to you whenever we get a chance to. Um, since we last recorded each other, we saw each other briefly for exactly like two minutes at uh the Smash World Tour in Orlando. Um, but both Not of us even. got yeah, both of us got super busy uh and we weren't able to seconds? Maybe about that. I'd say a a conservative 45 seconds. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, you know, we we ran into each other briefly. Uh you just happened to be in Orlando for a holiday Met Surrey. Uh, I was in town for the Smash World Tour championships. And unfortunately, you know, our our schedules didn't exactly pan out the way that, you know, we both would have liked to. But uh I, I will say, you know, those 45 seconds were great. It was a great way to close out my 2021 for sure.
1: Yeah, honestly. And I don't blame you at all. We joke about it that like, oh, I only got to see you for a second. But it was super spontaneous of me because you're right. I was there for a holiday Matsuri. It was my first time going to that con, which was a blast, by the way. If you've ever been or like have ever considered going to holiday Matsuri, I highly recommend it. Um, And then right next to it was Smash World Tour. And I was like, I'm just going (laughs) to drop by, say hi to everybody. So the fact that your schedule did not like have me in it prior no worries because it was super spontaneous so there's always next time or double down or something like that
0: absolutely i'm already marketing my calendar right now and uh listen i i will co-sign on holiday matsuri um i so it's it's really funny before i even know you you knew you were going to be there um i saw a snapchat not a snapchat an instagram story from one of my friends uh, from high school who was just you know she's uh she's big into cosplay she does a lot of uh cosplay stuff at cons too and i messaged her and was like oh what are you at this weekend and she's like oh i'm at a holiday matsuri i'm just like oh i just happened to be in orlando this weekend you want to like hang out and she was like sure so this is a friend who i haven't seen in a long time um and we linked up at the convention and let me tell you florida is a lawless land <laughs> it was <laughs> it was nuts <laughs> Dude, they did not
1: care. This was like during December of 2021. So like it was still kind of COVID-y, but yeah. no one in Florida wore masks. I went to Disney World the next day. No one was doing six feet. It was a lawless land, man. All the Uber drivers were running reds. I was just like, wow, the Florida man meme, it's true.
0: It's have you, true. Have you ever done your Florida man uh birthday thing? Do you know what that is? No. Okay, so so you so in your case, I think you Google like Florida. You can do Google Google Florida man or Florida woman, but the thing you do is you Google Florida man and then your birthday, and whatever that headline is for that day is your Florida man. Um. Do you do the year as well? I just, just do, the, I just do just – so, so for my case, I did Florida Man uh, is uh, – Florida Man May 2nd. It's in my most recent Google searches because I just did this bit recently. Um, and the top story <laughs> is Florida Man sought <laughs> – Florida Man wearing blue bonnet and flower and a flower dress allegedly steals 28 cans of baby formula from Publix.
1: Is that real? Like an actual headline? Oh, yes. it is. It goes into detail. Oh, my goodness.
0: Yeah. It's 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 one of my favorite party tricks. Everybody loves it every time it happens.
1: That is so great. I'm going to steal that from you. Okay, here we go. July 9th, it says, Clumsy Florida Man Pulls Out Gun and Trits. 25-year-old man named Travis Muller. <laughs> oh, my God. This is real.
0: <laughs> I know. It's, oh, that's, that's, that's the beauty of the Florida Man stories. It was... Uh, it's it's a lot <laughs> but um yeah listen i i had a good time uh you know for the most part i was outside in most of these con environments so like it was fine and it was my first time at a, at like an anime convention in a while so i'm just like you know i, I had to like get my sea legs back under me i'm just like there's there's the, there's so much Attack on Titan. There's so much Naruto. Like I'm just like, what's even popular right now? A lot of Genshin was 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 a was yes. a big one when I was there for uh, a few minutes. Uh, I had a drink that was way too strong. Shout out to that guy walking around with tequila mixed all night. I guess um it was a choice. <laughs> um, so, and also shout out to that guy. I forget what your name is. He had a, a bucket of cheese balls with him, and that came in clutch. Uh, very <laughs> conveniently, considering I didn't get back to like four in the morning that night. So. We love this.
1: Oh my it. God, what a trooper, dude. Yeah, I mean, so much Genshin impact because Koopa, you have to realize that that game came out during quarantine. And so, the first convention back, the first big convention, Holiday Matsuri, like that is the time all the passion that was just like, no pun intended, like, cooped up
0: with these people. <laughs> like, hey. they,
1: that's when they had to spill it all out and like let it fly. So, that's why there was so much Genshin.
0: I get, it. I don't, and I'm down with it. I've so I downloaded Genshin as a spec test on my on my computer to see if it worked or not, and I haven't touched it since. Uh, the gotcha! I'm I'm terrified of gotcha games. I'm terrible with my money as it is already. I Be can't. Afraid. I, I'm am I'm, <laughs> I'm very afraid, Ange. I can't I can't have that evil in my life. I can't. I just can't do it. I spend so much money. I have two Isabel plushies back there. I don't need more. That, you know, see what I mean? There's a, there's a Kamala sitting back there. I think t- I have a side of the hedgehog hat somewhere hitting back there too. So, you know, I, I spend I, can, I, I spend money on frivolous things.
1: I can already uh, hear, see my community like shaking their heads as they're listening to this because they know, they know that I am a huge gotcha addict <laughs> and we've spent many a thousands of dollars together on stream pulling for things so they already know i'm just like yes please stay away from the evil but at the same time like i'm a huge hypocrite
0: don't listen to me i will appreciate your chaotic good energy here and once i go down the gotcha rabbit hole you'll be the first text message i send begging for help um to help oh me i can't to. help you
1: <laughs> i cannot help you. i cannot pull myself out of this rabbit hole well it's just so satisfying
0: it's it is pretty it is pretty satisfying um as a nut. I I can't even think of, like, the closest thing to a gacha game I played. I played Fire Emblem Heroes for, like, an hour, but I'm just, like, not a Fire Emblem guy, so I'm just, like, I don't know, it wasn't for me. And I just don't like mobile games. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm already spending so much time, like, buried in my phone that, like, I never think to, like, actually play, like, phone games. And I'm just, like, you know, I can't shitpost and play Mario Run at the same time. Like, it just doesn't work that way.
1: Yeah, I completely understand. Most gotchas do tend to be mobile games. I just recently discovered a game called Lost Ark, which has like a pay-to-win slash gotcha aspect to it. And now okay. it's like become my life. Unfortunately,
0: <laughs> is this is this your cry for help? Uh, do you do, do you need an intervention? Because I can I can totally like uh, turn around the podcast right now.
1: Yes, I'm blinking twice. Send help, please. <laughs>
0: Oh man! So, Ange, what else have you been up to since the last time you've been on the show? It's been a while. Obviously, you know you've been going to cons and stuff, and we, you know, we've been, uh, you know, keeping touch here and and there. So, what what else? What else is new in your life? What's going on?
1: Yeah, it's been a while. Gosh, like I'm trying to think of like what have been some milestones in the past year, and one of the ones that really stands out to me is I was able to. Um, be one of the official hosts for a convention called anime impulse Ooh. and i was able to like present the voice actors of Genshin impact of the entire cast so i was able to meet them and interact with them and we had this huge audience and that was probably like one of my highlights since last time we've spoken
0: that's so cool yeah. i love that it that that was
1: awesome i absolutely loved it and like i haven't streamed um very much but because of that, I have been spending, like, a lot more time, I guess, just, like, checking on my mental health in general and just, like, taking more breaks, which is really hard for me as an as a workaholic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I've just, like, become more in tune with Ange as a person since I've last seen you too.
0: Good. That's uh, – listen, that's awesome. And that's something that you should all strive to do uh, as well. That's something that I've been – a big thing I wanted to focus on, you know, coming into, into 2021 or 20-hoofed. T- woo 2022, as you can tell, my brain is scattered, but you know, between, you know, smash and having a day job and, you know, uh, doing content, we were talking about this before we started recording, but it's just like, you know, to do, you know, to do all that stuff, you know, on top of having a day job and other like, you know, obligations and relationships you want to maintain, it's exhausting. And my, I am so bad at like, you know, putting, being selfish, you know, I'm really bad at, um, you know, putting myself first and like doing things for myself because I'm always trying to like get the next job done to pl- you know, to help somebody else to placate somebody else. And I'm just like, you know what? I need to kind of put the brakes on, you know, do things for me because I want to do them. Um, and that's something yeah. I've been trying to do a lot more this year. Um, you know, one of my friends is getting married this year, so I'm trying to get into tux- tuxedo shape. The gym is scary, but I'm going to go back, um, you know, so it's one of those things where I'm I'm trying to one day at a time kind of just like take care of, you know, take care of take care of Koopa, you know, and and make sure that I am prioritizing myself first and foremost, whether it be physically or, or mentally, uh, you know, in, in that regard. So kudos to you, because I'm also trying to do the same thing.
1: Yeah, man, just like, I mean, I feel like I used to really struggle with imposter syndrome. Um, becoming like a content creator, especially during quarantine when everyone was posting all the time. And I got really obsessed with numbers. I'm just like, how come we're not getting this many followers? How come we're not getting this many likes? And then I, it took me a really long time to detach my value from that. Like I had to learn that I was valuable separate from those numbers. And I feel like that was my entire journey. The past year was really believing that saying affirmations about that and like just reconnecting with yourself, which is why I'm so glad you reached out to me about turning red because yes. it's really tied close to that concept.
0: Well, as yeah. your friend, uh, you are great. Uh, and I will always champion that, uh, to the heavens. Mm-hmm. You rule, uh, imposter syndrome will not win on this podcast today because we're both really, we were both cool as hell and people like us. And yeah, that's, there's your, there's your words of affirmation for today. Um, Thank you. I got you, fam. And you guys at home, too. So all of you uh, tuning in right now, uh, you're great. Because before we transition into the actual topic today, uh, like we mentioned, uh, we hit the big 5-0, uh, which means that uh, I guess this is a better time than ever to make the announcement. Uh, Cooped Up is officially on Patreon. Um, So, Woo! yes, yes. It's something I've been wanted to do for a while. I wanted to wait for a milestone to do it, but I I, I finally decided to pull the trigger. So, um, if you guys are listening to this uh early uh or not uh please don't feel you know you don't you don't have to if you don't want to, uh, but if you feel like supporting the show, uh, you can check us out on uh, Patreon. Uh, I have the link down below. We're currently at uh, three tiers. By the time this is up, I'll have an accompanying video explaining everything in detail. Um, but you get a bunch of cool perks, like early access to the episodes, uh, some behind the scenes bonus content, and uh, you know the uh, video form of the podcast uh, in full, so you can see the things that I'm pointing out in the background. And you know, sometimes we have our uh, in our recording studio, we have our guests that have you know have have their cameras on. Um, so you know, you can kind of see it's just all like putzing around being dumb. Uh, you know, so I, I know some people are, are really into that stuff. So if you feel so inclined to do so, please by all means uh check us out. All it does is uh support the show and uh you know makes everything uh cool and fun. Uh but you can still get your cooped up, you know, content wherever. Uh we're still on the Believe Podcast Network, your number one plat podcasting site for professionals, uh, featuring over 400 shows uh, in all things uh, sports, uh, you know, film, uh, you know, current events and pop culture, uh, you know, all that jazz. And of course, wherever you get your podcasts, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you know, wherever you get your shows, uh, we exist on it. Um, So yeah, now that we've gotten all the housekeeping out of the way, Andrew, ready to talk about this really cool movie that came out?
1: I'm so stoked. I've been like wondering where I could talk about this because Twitter is not long enough and like doing it on YouTube. I like feel like it's just covered with like, you know, positive and negative reviews. I feel like it's just going to get lost in that sea. And I'm like, maybe I should just rant about it on Discord, but then only like two people would see it. So I'm glad that I'm doing it here with you. Someone who I hope has also liked the movie as well.
0: I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, yes. I, I made a tweet about it online. My, so, you know, we're not going to go into spoilers just yet. But obviously, if, you, if, you, if you're interested, Turning Red is uh, the latest installment in uh, from Pixar Animation Studios. Uh, and it's exclusively on Disney+. Plus. Uh, it is a really sweet, uh, you know, coming-of-age story, uh, you know, featuring, uh, you know, a, a young Chinese-Canadian uh, girl named May, um, set in the early 2000s, which is dope. Um, you know, she has this hereditary curse where she turns into a red panda, <laughs> um, when ex- you know expressing any sort of strong emotion, and shenanigans ensue. Um, I love the movie. I I love Pixar. You know, I've talked about Pixar a handful. You know, a bunch of times on my podcast. I've reviewed Luca. Uh, I've talked about. Um, oh God, what else did I talk about? I know there's another film in there that I'm forgetting about. I talked about Monsters. Uh, Monsters Inc. had a TV show that came out of Disney Plus last year. I talked about the first couple episodes of that. Um, so I, I just love animation in general. I love Pixar. I love Disney. Uh, it's it's right in my wheelhouse. I thought this movie was so cute. Um, I loved the art style. I loved the soundtrack. I just love the atmosphere that it was giving off. And I am just so upset that this movie did not get a chance to release in theaters um Same. that is like the biggest thing for me that i'm taking away from this um but everybody's batting a thousand in here and like you know it's i i, I absolutely uh loved it uh big 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 fan so Ange, go g- take the floor by all means get on your soapbox and talk about it <laughs> thank you
1: <laughs> i'm also pretty heartbroken that it wasn't released in theaters because we all know that box office releases tend to just do much better financially um just in the movie industry in general um but i'm also quite glad that it was released on disney plus because it was an experience that i felt became really unique for me because i was able to watch it with so many of my friends online and every wednesday i have these watch party wednesdays with my community and like all of us gather together and we sit down and make time <sighs> for like a movie that we all watch together and so It was a really emotional experience for me. So if I went to see it in theaters, I probably would have seen it alone. I probably would have seen it by myself. But because it was online, I got to see it with like, you know, 15 to 20 people that I love. And that made it really special for me.
0: That's sweet. Listen, there's nothing wrong with seeing a movie by yourself, by the way. I will tell you... uh, I saw. So I was. I had a free afternoon where I wasn't doing anything. Uh, I saw Shang Chi by myself uh, in the afternoon, on like a random matinee a- afternoon showing at the mall because the movie was so good. The first time I watched it, I wanted to watch it again just to like consume myself with it. I watched a son at the Hedgehog movie for the first time by myself because none of my friends would go with me. Um, no, I know it was, <laughs> it was it was it was tragic. Um, but. There I am a big fan of seeing a movie by yourself. Uh because you know mm-hmm. you just you just got to get to enjoy it on your own time. I saw The Eternals by myself though and that was a terrible idea. Um, oh
1: god, movie, I have so many opinions about Eternals. That movie
0: was a th- <laughs> I don't know man. They just keep showing that one scene where they have sex on the beach. And I'm just like I'm just I can't <laughs> stop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't. That's, I can't. That's a different podcast
0: <laughs> entirely.
1: <laughs> that's a different episode. Um
0: but yeah, I, I, listen. Uh, if, if you ever find yourself alone in a movie theater and we're in the same city, call me. I will just watch whatever movie you want to watch with you. So,
1: Yo, Sonic, though, I'm like a huge Sonic fan. I was re listening to our last podcast the other day <laughs> and I just, for a whole like 10 minutes, we were just fangirling about Sonic. And I'm like, yes, that is my shit. So I, I got- no one wants to see Sonic with me. I'm like begging people to please come <laughs> see it with me. I, I will, know I will, it's I will walk to Vegas
0: right now to go watch the movie with you.
1: <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> I Oh man!
0: But anyway, so um, yeah, so we're gonna, I guess, get into some spoiler territories here. So you know, I'll, I'll put yeah. a little spoiler prompt here. Um, watch this movie, please. It's 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 really really cute. There's nothing like groundbreaking, like you know, spoiler wise in it, but like. It's, it's we have to talk you know we have to talk about the movie in in some semblance of depth um because this movie was you know did have a, a little string of controversy more than I I you know I, I can't say I'm like super surprised but also it's just like I feel like it's a lot of just people being bored and like picking discourse uh for no reason um but yeah so so let's uh let's talk about it so obviously you know like we said a movie takes place in the early 2000s 2002. To be exact, um, I was six, seven years old in 2002, so I don't remember much of the early 2000s. But if I did, I was just like, "Yeah, th- this feels pretty accurate to the time." Flip phones, Walkmans, boy bands—like it all kind of blends together.
1: Tamagotchis, dude! Like yeah. I, <laughs> when I first saw this trailer, Koopa, I was like mind blown because I've never seen a movie that is so close to the representation of my own life. Like, it's about a Canadian Asian girl, right, who is an artist and is, like, learning to kind of Take care of her own emotions, and like has you know issues with her mom because she's part of like this generational trauma family. And I was just like, "This is a movie about me. <laughs> this is actually just a movie about me." And then, like, I found out in the movie that she plays the flute. I've played the flute for fourteen years of my life. In no school. way, that's
0: crazy. I literally.
1: I'm just like, this girl is me. It's crazy. <laughs> it's actually insane. And I was I was invested in it in another level because of that. I was like, I felt like I was watching myself. Like, what is, what is she going to do with her mom? Um, how is she going to react when she turns into a panda for the first time? Let me see if she says sorry in this moment. You know, I was literally just matching it to my own life. <laughs> it was that- nuts. And- that's yeah.
0: so that that that's so sweet because like you know and, and and i and i love that you know for for people to you, you know for someone to watch a movie and to be able to like insert them you know, self-insert themselves and it, it's great like for me i've 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 felt that with uh with coco you know coming from a hispanic household like i was able to take like yeah. a lot of those like you know those those themes and those elements i'm just like yeah i can insert myself here and you know I play I've played the guitar my entire life. I played the guitar for over like for, for probably much around the same time from for going over like you know 14 years. So it's just like, you know, that movie like really hit home different for me as a you know as a as a Hispanic boy. And, you know, and I am glad that you were able to, you know, to to self insert yourself there as well, too. And the relationship between May and her mom, uh voiced by the great Sandra O, oh, by the way, uh Ming Lee. She did um, amazing. Crushed it. We stand. Um, but their relationship throughout the whole movie was just like it was—it <laughs> was just on you know both equal parts you know cute and and charming, but also just like I feel like any kid can relate when their parents are just a little too overbearing and like a little like. Much, I like. I had a, I, I had like visceral reactions to when, like, you know, uh, you know, Ming finds May looking, drawing like all like the cute pictures of her and like the kid and the the guy in the store, and I'm just like, oh yeah. no, don't confront them, no, it, no, like it's just like I, I've been there where like you know my, <laughs> you know where my my parents might have like found something in my room out of context and like they they try to talk to me about it, I'm just like, please, please, I'm begging you, stop, it's driving me crazy.
1: Yeah. And oh my gosh, that moment was just so emotional for me. I mean, not to get too serious, but like, what a great representation of like, the day that she had anxiety, you know, like, and it came from someone in her life.
0: Yeah. And
1: I felt like that happens so much more than you think. Like, and if I was a little kid seeing that and just being like, you know, how come I'm like this? How come my parents freak me out? And then seeing that it's like, oh, it's not my fault. You know like a lot of people feel like why am i this way i hate myself like i why why am i so anxious all the time and like they have to realize that it's not from them and i hope that like a lot of kids can forgive themselves for like feeling certain ways and sometimes it's about your environment and yeah. it's not your
0: fault no absolutely like i i felt so much of that just watching this movie where it's just like man like you know, it's it's one it's I like piece it together. You know, looking at it from like in a, in adults' eyes, from to when like I was like 13. You know, in those awkward formative years where you just kind of want to fit in, you want you know, you, you're, you're you know, you're starting to you know go through changes, and you know this movie takes it in a much more metaphorical sense, obviously. But like you know, those things are things that happen, and and you know these watching, you know, may deal with the, like you said, the anxiety of, you know, her, you know, as a result of someone very close to her, it's just like, man, like it's one of the things you think about it, you know, for me outside, like this could have happened to one of my friends. And I just did not pick up on it because you know, I was a kid back in the time. And it's just like, man, like that makes, you know, a, you know, sense as to why, you know, X person might've acted a certain way or, you know, why things went the way they did. And like, I like, you know, I liked, the the the, uh, the way that the movie went with that stuff, um and you know i I love it when a when a kid's movie wants to talk about like the serious topics you know, and not just like weighing about down with like you know four town music uh which by the big four town I'm a four townie uh for life by the way, so
1: I just learned today that the person who wrote the four town song in the movie was by Billie Eilish,
0: oh yeah, it's a Did banger. You know that <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It, it it slaps it's so good. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and then her her brother Phineas is like voices one of the characters, and he like writes a lot of her songs and helps her produce. And I was just like, "Damn, let's go, Billie Eilish!"
0: I love Billie. Making Eilish. Disney I'm music. <laughs> <laughs> she's That's been in awesome. Disney, she's, yeah, she's at Disney Music made. I think she her her uh she wrote the title theme to like the most recent James Bond theme that came out, towards of the most G- James Bond film that came out. And I'm just like, oh. Sick. She's so talented. I'm just like, oh, we love it. And the music in this movie, like I mentioned, it's an earworm. Like that opening theme, it just like, plays rent free in my brain at all times. I'm just like, I love all of the all all of the music, all the sounds. I'm 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 such like a kid of the 2000s because like my brother listened to like In Sync and the Backstreet Boys growing up. So like I was just surrounded by boy bands <laughs> growing up. Uh, so I'm just like, uh, this is like right up my alley. I just love it so much.
1: I totally understand because May's like obsession for town completely replicated my obsession with the Jonas Brothers at the same time. <laughs> so I was, I like, even to this day, like I still love them the same. So I, when she obsesses over them, I'm just like, I totally understand.
0: Because <laughs> some good old New Jersey boys, uh, the Jonas Brothers, one of them actually lives in a town over for me. I'm pretty sure. Um,
1: oh, what? Yeah. They, they, they're like
0: famously like from my area of New Jersey um oh yeah yeah so like i think one of them one of them lives like a couple like i like in a town over from me i think um one of my friends works like a trampoline place and like years ago she uh (laughs) um joe jonas and and sophie turner like uh rented out the the her facility to like have a birthday or something like that and (laughs) like my friend was like i was like pooping all over the floor i'm just like damn i mean i would too you know that's that's crazy
1: That's so fun. What's your favorite Jonas
0: Brothers song, just out of curiosity?
1: Oh my god, there's so many. (laughs) I'm, like, exposing, like, my fangirlism right now because not a lot of my community knows that. Well, they know that I like the Jonas Brothers, but I don't think they really know the depth of, like, what they mean to me. But I was a pretty, like, I was definitely an emo kid growing up, but then the Jonas Brothers, like, was my light. They were like <laughs> the thing that got me out of my dark times. So I feel that there's just so many. Um, I would say when you look me in the eyes has a special place in my heart.
0: <laughs> okay. So, really Don't funny. Laugh at me. No, 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 no. I'm not <laughs> laughing at you. I'm laughing because of the irony. Um, that is That song lives rent free in my brain because I have vivid memories of like a middle school dance as a kid where i slow danced to a girl that i liked <laughs> to that song and i'm just like uh oh, it's bringing me back it's making me all fuzzy on the inside see joe brothers
1: <laughs> touches all of our lives somehow like and you don't even know it
0: <laughs> see, you see you get it see, you get it you feel me you understand me this is why we're friends
1: <laughs> oh absolutely i feel like the more and more i talk to you the boy find out that our interests align because you like sonic stuff you have isabel plushies you know you can relate to my boy band obsessions it's great
0: we're just pals
1: yeah <laughs> of the same breed for sure
0: yeah definitely sharing the same brain cell for sure um <laughs> but yeah so, so so again let's i guess we could talk about the red panda of it all that's obviously like the big metaphor uh in the film yeah. um as explained you know um you know through the movie uh, may and her mom work at their family temple uh in which i, I believe i have the paragraph uh here yeah i guess their their ancestors uh you know turn into a red panda uh at some point in in the past it's something that gets passed on from generation to generation and then the panda gets sealed into a pendant uh at some point some of that stuff i some of the story stuff got a little like lost on me but i'm just like you know what i get it I think the red. I, I love red pandas in general. Like they're some of my favorite animals. Um, mm. And again, it's it, it, the metaphor is that you know it's it's you know May's you know coming of age and you know she develops this panda where anytime she experiences any extreme emotion, she turns into this big fuzzy creature and she can't control it. And I all, all everything with the panda was just a win for me. I thought it was so cute. I I, it's like, you know, again, it's a great metaphor for just, you know, you're feeling a lot of emotions, you know, as a as a young teenager, and these things are are, bound to happen. And, you know, as, again, as, you know, as someone that went to puberty, I guess, that's a great transition. But it's like, you know, I can relate to a lot of those, just like those awkward things when you're, you know, when you're growing up. And I I love the way that the movie, you know, uh, you know, translated that into, you know, into just turn into this big red fuzzy thing. I thought it was adorable.
1: Yeah. And I I love how it's just like all the kids around them see it as a great thing. But then I always wondered why like the parents wanted to suppress that. So I was definitely siding with the kids for a lot of the movie. (laughs) And I guess once they kind of went into that further into the story, it it really made me realize like the mom's perspective, which is something I never entertained in my own life, right? Because I'm always the kid that like, why is my mom? so angry at me all the time. Why won't she let me out? You know, I don't get it. But then when I saw this movie, and you literally see the mom younger, like, having the same struggles, it's like, oh, "Oh, I get it. She's just, like, is the same child as me. Just, like, hasn't figured it out quite yet, you know? Yeah. And that was just so symbolic of, like, when she was pulling her through the bamboo forest and, like, ending that generational trauma. I was like, this is so freaking powerful i it's heartbreaking to know that not everyone can relate to this but the people who do like i'm sure really appreciate it
0: no i agree and that was that was so powerful to watch i'm just like oh man like like i said like i love it when a movie can you know can go there and you know you're not expecting to find that in a in a kid's movie um of all places too and um it was fantastic and then you know you see may kind of going through the struggles of you know uh do they the she keep her panda you know does she want to seal her panda away in, in this talisman um i love the mo- you know i love the moment where she's talking to her dad about it where her dad's telling her about her mom's panda and uh, we eventually get the, mm-hmm. you know the kaiju size red panda uh which was fantastic and you know, i just love all those like little small family moments where it's just like you know you don't have to go with uh you know with with the norm um all the stuff all the stuff with that with the with the aunties i thought was hilarious um that was they were they stole the show for me you know obviously in in the latter half of the movie um but yeah i just love all i love all like the the family stuff i think that's something that that again pixar always does so well you know a lot of these movies that like i've reviewed on my on my show uh you know i end up coming into them just for like you know the surface stuff where it's just like oh like I'll use Black Widow as an example. I'm just like, oh yeah, Black Widow. It's an action movie. Scarlett Johansson. Cool. But then I'm just like, oh, this is a very like deep, you know, uh, you know, look into a very like complicated family relationship. And I'm just like, I love it when, you know, I can, you know, get that stuff out of, out of a film where I wasn't necessarily looking for it when I tuned in.
1: Yeah, for real. Same. And everyone was making a point of like how this wasn't an appropriate kids movie, but I mean, if you look at some of the motifs and themes from past Disney movies, I feel like those some of those were much worse than Turning Red. So, I'm a little confused why people think that, like, Turning Red was inappropriate, but not, like, Hunchback of Notre Dame or something.
0: Yeah, it's it's such a strange discourse. Like... <laughs> I, I, it's just one of those things where I feel like people are just get bored, and I feel like it's because, it, I truthfully, it might be because this movie might be market, t- marketed more towards you know girls than it is for guys. So it's just like you know, nobody's clamoring about how you know about how cars is inappropriate. I don't know, just because it's like it's, it's just one of those things where the, the discourse feels so forced. When like you said, there's been like you know very much more controversial Disney movies than this. Like the Hunchback of Notre Dame is like literally is like so not appropriate for kids like yeah i watched that movie growing up i'm just like this is fucked up and then i watch it again as an adult i'm just like why don't you let me watch this this is not okay they're <laughs> opening the gates of hell right now like what the like come on like let's 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 take it easy here i've had to like talk to people about this at my you know in my place of employment where it's like oh yeah like i don't want my kids to watch this movie harba da ba da but it's like it's it's not a bad movie, like you know, you're you're they're taking this metaphorical concept and kind and stretching it like way you know to the nines. I'm just like, come on, it's a Disney movie. Enjoy the Red Panda, please. I'm begging you.
1: Yeah, like if you look at, I don't know, the ending of Tarzan, like it's way yeah. crazier and <laughs> like yeah. You know, a girl going through puberty. Oh, my gosh. So, so controversial.
0: <laughs> Don't act like you haven't read fan fiction under the covers either. Listener. Come on. You know, we've, we've all been there. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. I'd>... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm hanging myself out to dry right now. It's fine. I, I do it for a living. <laughs> so. um but yeah, so uh I I also love, you know, the the the, the cast of characters that uh, that surround May. Um I, I love all of her friends. I love Miriam, I love Priya, I love Abby. Abby is is so funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> watching Abby catch a dodgeball in her mouth was one of the scariest things I've seen in a movie in my entire life. Because as a kid that wore glasses who got definitely got pushed into lockers, dodgeball terrified me. Um, and to watch him just like attack oh. that so fearlessly, like really resonated with me. I found my champion in Abby that day.
1: And they're so expressive. I love that about Abby too. Like her expressions really push the boundaries of that animation, which is something I don't feel Pixar explores enough sometimes like yes of course they did with cars because faces is all that they had but you know like if you look at other places in pixar they could have pushed it a little bit more i feel that way about wally sometimes yeah like yeah so i mean i i really love that about those characters they're so cute
0: yeah, no, I, I agree with you a lot on there. I feel like Pixar only really pushes the boundaries on animation when it comes to like water, <laughs> or like yeah. or like animals. Because like I think about like how like the dog looked like in Toy Story to where like the cat in Toy Story Four looks like very much like a real cat, or like you know the way that they animate water looks way realer <laughs> every time they they make these f- films. But like with the characters, like you mentioned, they don't. It doesn't always feel like they're they're trying as hard. Uh, I feel like they're starting to get a little bit better at that with these, you know, with some of the more recent films coming out. Like I, I, I think there's this one scene in, in soul where it's just like, you just see like people walking down the streets of New York city. And I'm just like, if I was if I didn't already know I was watching an animated movie, like I could, I truly, I couldn't tell. Cause like it looked that good. Um, The characters in wow. Luca all look like distinct and they, you know, uh, very vibrant and, again with the the art style in this in in this film is just what what absolutely wins it for me like everything just looks so so vibrant and and colorful and it it and again it's all all the characters are so expressive and fun i love it when they you know when they break out in a song and start dancing i'm just like this is so much fun cuz this is what i this yeah. is what i did with my friends when i was a kid it, it's so relatable
1: oh my gosh i like loved soul and the, all those movies that you listed I'm just like yeah it's true like they, they've gotten really good in terms of like their CG they have improved so much and so it was kind of refreshing that they kind of were also going back to more cartoony Yes, uh, with their characters too but I don't know when you were talking about the cast I mean I'm just so impressed that this is Pixar's first female directed film that was like a huge selling point for me
0: yeah, that absolutely blew my mind. Uh, the film uh directed by uh Dami Shi. And I, I apologize if I'm mis mispronouncing that, but th- I, I truly incredible to me that like it's it's taken this this long for you know uh you know for Pixar to, you know, let a you know, a woman direct their, their you know, a film. I believe she also directed the short uh bow, a, a bow yeah, which was yeah, amazing. That was uh it, it was so cute. Um, I, I love that short so much. That um, made me
1: cry, man. <laughs> you know how to like pull at the heartstrings. This director, I swear. Maybe it's just because of my own personal bias, growing up in an Asian family. But man, I cried so hard in Bow, and then I cried so hard in Turning Red. Like it is nuts. <laughs> it's
0: it's it's a, it'll get you. It's an emotional movie. Like I said, it hits those points. Like I think, you know, I we talked about the scene where they're walking through the bamboo forest. Uh, I think about that scene where like. Um, you know, where where May kind of like lashes out at the at the kid at his birthday party, and I'm just like, oh man, like that kid looks like really scared, but like, you know, she didn't know what she was doing. And then like, you know, her uh, you know, May has to like talk to her mom about how like, you know, her mom accuses her friends of exploiting her for the panda. And I'm just like, no, that's not how it happened. Just like stand up for yourself, please. it's, it's, oh. it's all it was all so sad and like just also relatable and also like how did all those kids get to go to that concert by themselves that's what i'm I'm still trying to figure that out
1: oh yeah and like the whole arena was just full of kids i mean if you like look around at a jim's buzz concert sometimes it is like that like mom's (laughs) just kind of drop them off and then you know the girls with their friends just like are wearing all the merch and they just stay together then when it's done the mom picks them up it really is like that
0: that is oh. that, that's pretty relatable. I like. I'm trying to think of. Oh, oh man, I went to like. <laughs> I had my mom drop me off of like an American Idol like tour thing when I was a kid, oh, and I thought it's fun. It was a lot of fun. That was I was that was a fun. Uh, I watched that a lot with my mom growing up. So I'm just like, she's like, okay, I'll see you later. I'm just like, okay, this is fun. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I love I love the trope of like getting dropped off at the concert and then everybody changes clothes into like something edgier. And then you have to get changed when mom comes back to pick you up. Um, Also, I love that they found out that Tyler's also a a four-townie when they they showed up there. You know, the the bully ends up becoming the friend. And I'm just like, oh, that's a fun trope. I like that. Yeah,
1: he was so nasty. I was just like, (laughs) I hate Tyler. And then by the end of the movie, I'm like, Tyler's all right. (laughs) But (laughs) seriously, like, she's this confident, dorky girl just trying to get through life. And Tyler just makes her life hard. And so I was just like... Big, big team, May. So I didn't like Tyler in the beginning.
0: (laughs) Teenage boys are like some of the most evil creatures on planet Earth. (laughs) They are (laughs) horrible. Like, I had so much, like, I had like some partial trauma on Earth, just like watching these boys just be like, or these kids just be so mean to may or like her and her friends are just like doing their own thing and i'm just like why are they being so mean to them they're just doing the, you know they're just enjoying their, their their time like they're not bothering anybody and i'm just like god like i was <laughs> just like did I have to me when i was a kid i'm just like oof is it getting hot in here like what's what's happening why am i so why am i crying right now dude i wouldn't be surprised if he liked her yeah like- <laughs> Right, like if you think about
1: it, now that I'm reflecting on it, I'm just like, I bet he had a crush on her. You know, (laughs) I mean, he who would spend that much time humiliating a person who is so confident in themselves and is so kick ass? Like, I bet he liked her.
0: Right, I like (laughs) that. It it, like blows my mind because I'm just like, it like how, (laughs) like how I'm I'm trying to figure out like where media started convincing me it's just like, oh, if someone's mean to you in school, it's because they have a crush on you. And I was like, that was never the case. These people were mean to me because they were just. jerks (laughs) like like like, have you like have you ever had like have you ever had a guy like in growing up like be mean to you and then he's like confesses love for you like no but i've
1: had girls who have been mean to me and they've confessed that they've been jealous
0: Uh, oh okay you know what i mean if you
1: live if you live rent free in someone's mind that has to be an (laughs) act of passion whether it be positive or negative so
0: it's true. Yeah. Well, I'll look, look at the School of Bullies now. How many podcasts do you host? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jerks. Take that. Oh, man. Um, okay. I mean, all,
1: all personal bias aside, like, how can I rate this movie? It's so difficult because I I seriously love it because it's, it's showing to a, thousands and thousands of people, like, what a struggle of my life. And so- hard to separate it but i would say like in terms of pacing and story and design i still think it was well done you know taking taking all my bias out of it i would no. still give it like an a minus
0: <laughs> no listen i i agree with you like i I love Pixar like unapologetically. Like even like the the bad film. Well, I'm not going to say all the bad films cuz like so, you know the good dinosaur still exists and I don't know what the fuck happens in that movie. Um Never seen it. <laughs> I've saw it once. Could not tell you what happens in it. Truly don't remember what happens in that movie. Um I've seen like Brave once and the only thing I got from Brave is that it, like say the opening line in like a very like poorly imitated Scottish accent. Um <laughs> If you had a chance to change your fate, would you um would you would you but like I, I truly, I this, this movie was so cute. Um, I love that Pixar is getting like, it's, I, I love that they went back to a little bit more of like a cartoonish style. Like everything feels a little bit more like, you know, th- you know, fantasy. Um, you know, I, I truly thought it was, it was, it, 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 they knocked it out of the park. The soundtrack was great. The environments were great. Um, I, I love living in this era of no sequels from Pixar for a while, um, because yeah. it gives them a chance to do more original stuff. And as much as I love. You know, the sequels. I love The Incredibles 2. Toy Story 4 was Toy complete. Story. It, 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 uh, Toy Story 4, I, I go back and forth as to whether if, like, if I really like that movie as much as I do or if I'm just, like, really mad that it exists because Toy Story 3 was such a perfect ending. But it's like, damn, yeah. that movie was still so, so 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 good because it was just like Bo Peep is there and they're in love. And it's like, ugh. But, like, I love this era of of, of no sequel Pixar because Onward I thought was fucking fantastic. Um,
1: oh, everyone says that I haven't seen onward, but everyone says it's spectacular.
0: Listen, I loved it. First and foremost, Tom Holland and, and, and uh, Chris and Chris Pratt, they work so well with each other. Um, and like, as someone, you know, it's one of those things Just like, I, you know, I was the younger brother growing up to my, to my older brother. And, you know, it, it's, it's just one of those things. Just like, it really made me appreciate my brother a lot more. And I'm just like, oh. it's, it's such a, it's such a, it's such a great adventure movie. I love the way they handled everything. Um. It was so good. I, I thought Soul was was you know was a great you know it was a great um, you know Pixar film for adults. Is like I guess it's a good way for me to phrase yeah. it. Uh, and and Luca was just so cute. Uh, it, it was it was it was such a great romp. I love this era that we're in now. And then we're gonna get back into more of the nostalgia stuff with with Lightyear because uh, that comes out in a few months. And I'm really oh, excited. God, I'm about so that. excited. I'm so excited because I, I I love Chris Evans and he can do no wrong and. I'm excited to see where that where that where the where they're gonna go with that movie, but as for right now, turning red crushed it for me i I can very confidently give this movie an A. I thought it was a lot of fun,
1: yeah, I completely agree with that too and if you if you like turning red, then I also feel like you'll really like Brave because it's also like a mother daughter story.
0: you know what it was it's I' very so, similar I watched Brave once. What uh this, this movie so Brave came out I think in like two thousand eleven two thousand and twelve so it came out a while ago. Uh, I watched it once with a then girlfriend at the time, and I'm just like that. And then we broke up, and I'm just like I don't like this movie anymore because she showed me this movie. Um, oh. but that was like you know, but that was like well over a decade ago. Like I didn't have facial hair. I could, I was a I was a loser. Um, so maybe I'll give it a, a fair shake again because I haven't gone back to watch a lot of these movies uh, in a while. Um yeah. so I'd love to give it you know the fair shake uh you know uh to to go back um and again the soundtrack like we mentioned slaps nobody like you uh st- st- stays on repeat that song rocks <laughs> um I I I love everything I I just I just really like this movie I it was so much fun to watch uh and I'm very excited for whatever original content we get from Pixar moving forward if we get a turning red 2 Cool, I guess. I don't know if they, I don't know if this movie has if, if if they if this is like a sequelable movie, but you know Pixar will find a way. Pixar find a way to make four Toy Story movies, so I mean, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens.
1: I mean, I, if they were to make a Turning Red two, which I hope that they don't, it the only way it would make sense is if like they would show May as a mother treating her new daughter different. That uh. is the only way, like, so that. You could kind of see like where she's learned, and then like the new daughter would have some new interesting problem rather than like them having the same one. Cause I would hate for <laughs> it to be like just about May, the same, he hasn't grown much. Getting her you driver's like
0: license. Yeah. God, please, no. <laughs> do you still take your road test in the same age in, in Canada as you do in the States? I'm actually curious about that. I don't.
1: It was so long ago that I don't actually remember how old I was when I got my license.
0: I was, uh, I was 18. I failed my driver's test three times.
1: <laughs> oh, no.
0: Yeah. I hate written tests, man. Just put me behind the wheel of the car and I crushed it. GGs. Shake my hand. Oh, my um, God. Yeah. Um, also, if, if they were to... So I'm someone I've said multiple times on this podcast, I hate prequels. I think prequels are dumb. Uh, this is actually a movie I think would actually lend itself very well to a prequel. Uh, because we got Do to see you? so much backstory of uh, you know of may's mom i'm just like i think that'd be cool i can get behind that you don't like prequels i okay i think prequels like it's one of those things where It's just like if it's like if it's like a stand if it's a prequel in a sense where it's just like okay this thing kind of exists in the same universe like there isn't a lot of like carry over or something like that like Cause I'll I'll give you an example. Go back again. Black Widow coming, getting a second reference in this podcast. Like, I was really excited for Black Widow, but like I, it was hard for me to like invest any emotional weight in that movie because mm. I know what happens in the end. Like, okay, you're gonna show me Scarlett Johansson, like you know, being frozen in fear in the Red Room, uh, but it's just like I know nothing bad's gonna happen to her because she dies in another movie. Spoiler alert! If you haven't seen Black Widow yet uh, or Avengers Endgame. Why haven't you? Mm. Um, <laughs> but like,
1: <laughs> are you uh, under a rock?
0: Yeah, <laughs> how's it like under there? By the way, COVID happened. Um <laughs> oh my god! But um, it's one of the things where it's just like, or like Monsters University. Like I'm just like, okay, this is this is cute. Like we get like set up for these characters that we really like, and like that movie gets Monsters University gets it, you know, gets dumped on a lot. I I think that movie's a lot of fun looking back on it, and you know, after going back to watch it for. Uh, a podcast i did you know last year so it's like okay that's a, a sort of prequel i can get behind we're just like you know we get some original concepts here um you know and there there isn't any sort of like emotional weight that i have to worry about or whatever it's like i don't know this is i just think prequels in, in most senses like don't work for me personally
1: yeah i, d- I totally understand man like prequels you're right. Now that I'm thinking about them, they don't tend to work. But I urge you to consider the one exception: Fantastic Beasts, and where to find them, because that was an amazing prequel to the so, Harry Potter series.
0: Fun fact: I've actually never seen the Fantastic Beasts films.
1: <laughs> Prepare to be proven wrong, Koopa.
0: You know, it's funny. I was actually, I was, I was thinking about. I've recently just watched all the Harry Potter films um, for the first time in a while. Um oh, so it's fresh. It's fresh. It's yeah. It's 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 definitely fresh in my brain. Um, we're very more, I'm very much uh, a bigger, I'm very much into the Harry Potter verse now than I was years ago. And I watched a lot of these movies in theaters. Um, I, I saw, um, I saw film seven and eight in a, in a, in a double feature, uh, when I was in high school. Yeah, it was, I, so I went to go see the first one, uh, and then midnight happened and then they, they showed the, you know, part two of the Deathly Hallows. And uh, yeah, the the person that I went with uh, started crying when the Warner Brothers logo came up, and it was oh just like it was, a, it was a constant stream of tears. Like it was crazy. There was there was people in robes. Uh, people wanted to wizard duel me, but I'm just like, bro, I'm just here holding a hot pretzel. Like I can't really do that right now. Like you know.
1: Oh my gosh! Yes, Potterheads go hard, man.
0: They do. They they they, they do. Um. But so I, it's funny. But yeah, it's it's just funny that you mentioned that because I'm just like, I would want to watch these films at some point, and now like. I have time to. So I think now, now see. So the last time you came on a show, you, you told me to watch Ryan, the last dragon and I have, and I loved it. <gasps> I thought the movie rocked. Uh, it yes. Was, father it was, daughter story. Uh, Let's go. So it was, it was so good. Um, so now I, I will make you this promise uh, at the end of the, by the next time we talk to each other, I will have seen the fantastic beast films.
1: Oh, that's incredible. Yes. I feel like the Harry Potter <laughs> fandom is going to have a resurgence soon because, the, this incredible Harry Potter game for the PS5 is coming out soon and it's like unlike any other interactive Harry Potter experience has ever happened. Think like Dark Souls but with the Harry Potter skin on it. Yeah, I keep I seeing know. like I
0: keep seeing footage for. it. I'm just like this looks really cool and like badass. The Harry Potter and the Harry Potter video games from what I remember like growing up like weren't that bad. Like I, I, like i didn't i never played them because i didn't own a playstation console um but it's or like what, or and i just wasn't like the biggest harry potter fan like growing up like wizards and like fantasy stuff like came to me much later in my life like i've still never seen lord of the rings so like uh any any of like any of like fantasy stuff like that like never really like stuck with me as a kid i always like robots and like girls that turn into like you know magic property things and fought crime so like oh hell yeah yeah so like it was never really my speed but like now as an adult i'm just like hell yeah give me more wizards and and, and witches and all that cool shit so
1: oh my gosh yes once when, when, as soon as it comes out like i know everybody's gonna be playing that game because it's so cool
0: what's your house what's your wizarding house
1: i'm a slytherin and a pretty proud one at that surprisingly
0: <laughs> hey, a lot hey, of
1: people are like really
0: that actually that that does strike me as a bit of a surprise
1: listen not all Southerns are bad like if you look at Snape you just have to look at the ideal core beliefs that they have which is ambition and drive and they would do anything to get it and I think that that's very true
0: yeah, it's like with Harry. Me. It's like it's like Harry said at the end. You're named after uh, two of the best, greatest headmasters in Hogwarts, and one of them was a Slytherin. Um, mm-hmm. it's, like, it's, like, it's like I know that because I just watched the movie recently. I'm a Hufflepuff. That's all I know. So
1: <laughs> I feel like I could definitely see that. Like no doubt in my mind, you're absolutely a Hufflepuff.
0: I just get to be friends with Robert Pattinson. That's all. That's all I get out of this. <laughs> um, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> They say
1: that like uh, Slytherins and Hufflepuffs actually get along. So
0: hey, see, see, it's canon. Mm-hmm. We're, we're buds. We're cool here. This is awesome. <laughs> exactly. I'll see you at to try wizarding tournament. Um.
1: <laughs> you know, speaking of, um, you know, seeing movies by yourself, I actually saw Batman by myself, and I loved it.
0: Okay, so, so okay, so we'll, we'll we'll end this off with a little with a uh, with a Batman tangent. Uh, so so tell me about it. How, how did, did you like it? Uh, what, what, how are you feeling?
1: I really liked it. I feel like um, I haven't seen a good Batman movie since The Dark Knight Rises. And a lot of that was like tribute to the amazing villain, you know, Heath Ledger, obviously. Um, and so I wasn't too stoked to hear that, oh, this is going to be another Batman movie. It's just going to be Edgelord 5000. <laughs> but, you know, it, I feel like this movie really humanized him. Like, it, I felt like Bruce Wayne was just too much of like, this guy high up in the pyramid that, like, I, I felt like I couldn't relate to him at all, at all. Yep. But then when I saw this version of Batman, you know, it, he was really getting down and dirty with like the crime scene. And I felt like he was struggling a lot of the time and he had to make those tough choices. So I was like, dang, he's like actually a person.
0: <laughs> no, I, I yeah, I, I like that a lot. Um, cause I, that's something I brought up when we did a review of it on my show a couple of weeks ago. Um, I like that they like did not, Hammer us over the head with like Playboy philanthropist Bruce Wayne. Yes, the gave us like emo. My parents just died, Bruce Wayne, and I'm still trying to cope with that. Um, so like I I, I love that a lot. Um, uh, Zoe Kravitz is just, it's, she's so hot. Like I just oh
1: god, please <laughs> oh, marry me. I like love that girl. She makes me want to get a pixie cut. Like I've thought about it a few times. I think you should do it. I don't Dude. know. What if I regret it? Then I just have short hair for like ever.
0: And then just grow it back.
1: <laughs> but then you have to go through the awkward middle stage. <laughs> I don't know. I just want to. You sound like
0: me. You sound like me when I was trying to grow a beard and I wasn't sure how I was gonna look because I had to go through like the awkward middle phase of just having like peach fuzz on my face. Um And now you love it? I I can't go back. After having a beard for as long as I have, I can't go back. Damn.
1: Man, what if I'm like that? Like I can't go back. I'm like Oh, I should just do it. I should just we'll, do it. Well, well I'm young. We'll you workshop
0: know. it. We'll workshop it. Um but yeah, <laughs> love Batman. Big fan. I've I, I just love that uh that tweet length review where someone's just like a girl audibly moaned when, when Zoe Kravitz showed up on my screen. I'm just like <laughs> I'll, I'll drink to that. Same. That's <laughs> relatable. Maybe. Good movie to see by yourself. Uh, I, I think that was, that 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 was a fun one. Um, what's the last movie I saw by myself? Uh, I think it was Eternals. Yeah, that was, yeah, it was bad.
1: I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> it's fine. Um, and I think I, I saw, I saw Spider-Man uh, by myself uh, after one of the many times that I saw it. Uh, I saw it once by myself. Uh,
1: which yeah. Was- I mean, that one is so good. And there's so many references that, I, I feel like you can't get them all in the first go.
0: That's another thing that you kept know. us apart in Florida because, like, when I first got there, I was going to go see Spider Man and we couldn't hang out that night. And then the yep. night that I was free, you were going to go see Spider Man. So it's just like, ah, uh, it's our, our brains. Are, our brains are operating on the same wavelength, uh, just on different schedules all the time.
1: It was just tough getting tickets. I remember, like, looking the night before, being like, it's fine. It's Florida. Who would go see Spider Man? And obviously. <laughs> Everyone and their mom went to go see Spider-Man. So I had to sit like in the very, very side, side corner, but it was still amazing.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Me and, me and, uh, uh, and, uh, hazmat, uh, guests on the show we uh he me and him together were able to scounge up tickets uh for like uh a bunch of our friends so uh and they were like direct in the middle like all the way in the back it was it was fucking sweet it was the proudest i've ever been in my life to be a movie goer uh it was great <laughs> um but uh yeah we've <laughs> we've pretty much uh, covered everything we got to, to to talk about today uh so Ange. Awesome. first and foremost thank you again uh for joining me on on this uh on this monumental you know anniversary episode of the show um I couldn't have thought of a better person uh t- you know to have on uh, in this instance and uh you are you you, you are a, a a lady and a scholar and one of my favorite humans on planet earth so thank you so much again uh you are the best
1: oh my gosh thank you I've never had someone call me a scholar that's like so <laughs> so flattering honestly thank you so much i have a blast every time I'm on this show. And anytime you need me in the future, let me know.
0: Absolutely, I will definitely. Ha- I will definitely have you back sooner than a, than a year from now. We'll have Sonic stuff to talk about at some point. I'm gonna have to. Uh...
1: <gasps> yes, in An April. Yeah. Oh my god, that's, that's true.
0: It's so soon. I got. I got. I have to start planning now. Who I want on my Sonic the Hedgehog podcast so I can actually like coordinate everything. Um, yeah, but I, and if like- you don't
1: put my Shadow the Hedgehog cosplay on your thumbnail, I'm gonna be upset.
0: Oh, I got it. Now I had now I have. To. <laughs> I, I I have a I have my shadow plushie in my trunk. He keeps me company. Um Aww. Yeah, he's, he's 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 a good boy. Uh he makes a he makes a good uh of carpool <laughs> of co-pilot. Um but uh so I'm going to put all your stuff in the description below obviously, but let the people know where they can find you cuz you're again very you're a very busy beaver. You're you know, you're you're uh always making appearances all over the place. So let the people know where they can find you. Uh this episode, just for context, is coming out on the uh the the, 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 the early release comes out in the 30th, but this will be going live on uh on April 1st. So
1: Yeah, thank you so much. Um the places that you can find me most active right now is going to be Twitter. That's twitter.com slash angelife. We just hit 145 K followers. so I'm like freaking stoked about that. Um, We're also revamping our YouTube account, which we used to post on consistently. And then I took a little bit of a break, but we're going to be doing a lot more Mail Mondays on my YouTube channel as well. And TikTok is where I'm going to be more consistent on too, because I feel like that's the growing platform nowadays. Like everywhere is kind of like, eh, but TikTok, I feel like is still growing. So
0: I got to get on TikTok. I'm just, I'm such, I'm such a boomer when it comes to TikTok, but like, I'm starting to slowly understand it more. Um, I think I got to get on that platform. Also, just a a quick note on Twitter followers. Like, we we talk about how we met each other, you know, through Smash. And, like, I think when – I, I had to do like a double take when we first met each other because like, you know, I'm I live under a rock. I don't know who most people are when I meet them for the first time. And you're just like, oh yeah, let's let's keep in touch. I'm just like, oh, you <laughs> you're way cooler than I am. This is cool.
1: <laughs> no, no. Remember that number does not define coolness level.
0: Yeah. I think I think we're we're both pretty cool. Yeah, so I think we're both them, pretty cool so. too.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just think all my friends are cooler than me. I host a podcast. Um uh- <laughs> That's uh, pretty
1: fucking cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you make me, you kill me. Thank you. Okay, so I'll, I'll make sure to pull a lot of stuff below. Uh, again, Angie is, is a is a great social media follow. You're uh, you're you're a, you're a joy. In just in just in all aspects, you 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 are uh, you're the best. Um, so again, thank you. Thank you again for for gracing me with your presence uh, today. I really do appreciate it.
1: I appreciate you too. We'll see you guys next time, right? Yeah, we yes, can close us off.
0: Yeah, so again, uh, you guys can follow me on uh, on the social medias uh, below be about Koopa NJ across platforms. Since it's officially announced as of two days ago, uh, I'm going to be at Genesis uh, Eight, uh, uh, April fifteenth oh, through the seventeenth. So I will be there uh, commentating. It's my first time commentating at a Genesis in five years, so I'm very excited. Um, you guys can again check out the show at Cooped Up Pod across platforms. Uh, you know we're on Twitter. Uh, well, we are going to be on YouTube too, of course, you know, with the video uploads. And again, you can follow us on the Believe Podcast Network where you get all your social, you know, where you get all your podcasts. And again, we're on Patreon now. So if you guys want to support the show directly, uh, you know, you can, you know, you can, uh, you know, subscribe to one of our Patreon tiers. You get early access to the show. A uh, bunch of bonus content's going to be coming out as we move uh, forward into the Lord's Year 2022. So all your support is greatly appreciated. Uh, you know, thanks. To, <laughs> it's like those in you know, those PBS things where it's just like, you know, this show is possible because of viewers like you. That's true. It's because of viewers like you. So thanks, guys. Uh, take care. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Thank you. Bye. Bye.